Hi, so welcome to Teaching Preschools and Stilettos. My name is Miss J, and welcome to the amazing journey of teaching. So I wanted to come on. I have not made a podcast in a while, and I'm so sorry. I've been super busy. I'm actually doing my master's right now and been working really hard on a couple of projects. But I wanted to jump on and just kind of speak to you guys and talk to you about a couple of things that are happening um, right now. Of course, everyone knows about COVID and just the the craziness that teachers and administrators have put up with for COVID, like, you know, really hats off to everyone. Because this is something that's really tough and something that, you know, people don't realize is not only are you dealing with work situations with COVID, but you're dealing with personal issues with COVID as well. You know, this has been really tough because it's all new territory and it's not new territory that you can kind of plan for. It's not new territory that you can really go into it and know that you're achieving something great you go into something like this and you just say you know what I'm gonna do my best and whatever happens happens I mean that's that's the honest truth because you're trying to uplift your students you're trying to uplift yourself you're trying to uplift your co-workers and it's just a lot it's a lot you need like mental health break and just time to kind of process and really when all this situation happened, there was no time to process. So it's just kind of, we're doing this and this is what's going to happen. And we're rolling with the punches. And along the way, you know, you're, you're getting punched. The students are getting punched because they're doing something new. You're doing something new. And especially for younger kids, it's like, what happened? I was just at school with my friends and now I'm at home. Like I'm getting some assignments but I don't understand assignments is it's just a lot so like hats off to everyone for finishing up the school year in a tough situation like finally making it and it's just amazing it's amazing but now at the the cuff end of COVID now we have another situation that I really feel even if the school year has ended for you, here here's the thing and here's, I think, what sets apart certain schools from others is schools that are on top of situations that are happening in the community and are actively reaching out to not only students, and their families, but also teachers, as well as other administration um, personnel. Schools that are on top of things are reaching out and asking, especially their staff, are you okay? How are you doing during this time? This is a time where not only are we dealing with a pandemic, but people of color are being targeted and there's such a just 
a magnitude of just hatred that's happening that if your school is not addressed this by this Monday morning, it chances are you are not in a great school. And I'm just going to be blunt and honest with it. If your school, if your your company, if your um Right now, I'm doing my master's in ABA, and I'm working uh, with a clinic. So if your clinic, whoever, has not reached out and said something about the current situation that's happening, if they said something about COVID-19, they should have said something about these protests and everything that's happening right now with Black Americans. And they should have said something by this Monday morning. And if they have not done a check-in, if they have not been in support, then that's something you have to look at, especially for educators of color. And I want to just, you know, put it out there that I'm a a Black American female and I'm passionate about this. I love schools that show diversity that have diversity trainings that are supportive of their community. That That's amazing. Because you're teaching children. And if you're teaching children and you want to see them succeed and be better than the next generation, you have to put uh, some emphasis on training for diversity. On making sure that everyone's treated fair and equally. And that's what people of color are fighting for right now. And it's crazy to say that. It's crazy that in 2020, I have to say that I I would like to be treated equally. I would like for my family to go out and be safe. Because it's not, it's not currently happening. And I, I just, I think back on before this year and before, you know, recent years, I thought that this was supposed to, that's how things were, basically. I thought that it was okay for people not okay, but I thought I was supposed to take it for people to treat me a certain way. And so I want to give you an example how it relates to education and something that our students and the children that we're educating might see. So when I was in high school, and I want to say maybe like the 10th grade, um, I had a white teacher for... Uh, it was some kind of computer class, right? Okay, so, um, you know, in the South, where I'm from, it's just like, you know, whatever the teacher says goes, and you never question it, right? And especially being a black girl, is just like, you just kind of roll with it. And so, so here's my point. So I was in this computer class, And all of a sudden, my computer started, like, messing up. This is back in the day, you know, when computers would have glitches and it would just go black. Like, this is the big box computer, you know? 
the blocky big one with the bubble screen. So this wasn't the recent computers that kids are using great laptops and Chromebooks and stuff like that. No, this is like the back in the day with the computer that had the, the long back end of it, right? So I was on the computer. Computer started acting crazy. And I raised my hand for my teacher to come over. Now, mind you, I already knew this teacher was very biased. She would mostly like help the white children more than she would help the black children. And when she came over to help you, she had an attitude. Like, why did you call me? And I, I kind of thought it was normal. You know, I just knew that she just didn't really care for the, her black students. I already knew that. But I called her. I said, you know, I just needed some help because I could not figure it out on my own what was going on with my computer. She called, She came over and she accused me of getting on an inappropriate site. Now, all these computers are face outward so the teacher is, could easily see from the middle of the room. And she accused me of pretty much getting on a porn site. Definitely not true. Anybody knows me like that? Like, it's just not true. So... I just told her, like, no, of course not. Like, why would I do something like that? And she was like, well, I know you did it. And I was like, why? But why would I? Why would I do? I did not do anything like that. And she was like, well, I don't know if I need to call your parents or what. And I was just like, wow. And I remember just being like, you know what? That's okay. I'll figure it out. And I don't remember what happened after. I think she just like walked away because she didn't want to help me anyway. So I thought that was normal. I didn't have the voice that I feel like the generations now have. I did not have that voice to speak up to for myself and say, you know what? Regardless of if I'm black and you don't care to help me, Either you're going to help me or I'm going to go up to the front office and let it be known that you're being racist in this class. You're not helping the black students as much as you're helping the white students. And it's not right. And I'm not going to stand for it. I didn't have that voice because I thought this this is what it is. And a lot of people my age, I'm sure they thought, you know, this is just this is just how it is. And so now when you fast forward and I see young people out protesting and standing up for themselves and saying, you know what? These murders that are happening, it's not right. We're not going to stand for it. We're not going to keep going for it. It, 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 it it's over it's enough talking we tried to talk we tried to kneel on the knee we, we tried to be very peaceful about the situation but now we have to take it to a whole nother level you know I applaud their voice I do I applaud their voice because when I was a teenager and maybe in my early 20s, I just did not have that voice. And I thought a lot of situations that happened in my life were normal. Were just the way things were. And I could not 
I didn't think I could change it. And there were a lot of situations that happened in my life that were racist and discriminatory and not right. But now, even in 2020, to see that those situations are still happening, but now it's to a point where individuals are standing up for themselves and saying no more. We're not going to let another person get off on a when they should have been convicted for murder and not just convicted on a, a low degree but like a high degree of murder they should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law so as educators right now i feel as though it is the responsibility of schools who are teaching children especially children of color in their classrooms to put out a statement and say you know what we want you all to have a voice we are here for you we want you to continue to fight for what you believe in and we'll do our best with in reason, of course, and with the law to support you. Because if you are educating anybody in your classroom that is a person of color, that's your duty. It's it's your duty. It is your responsibility to say to them, "We, I stand, I support you. I support you. And that's what these kids need. Kids are afraid. They're afraid. The ones that can understand what's going on, they're afraid. They're afraid for their brothers. They're afraid for their 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 fathers. They're afraid for their uncles. They're afraid for their mothers. Because it seems like our lives, our black lives don't matter. You, Whether you're in the right or you're in the wrong, your, your life just does not matter. Compared to someone who's white and whether they're in the right or the wrong, you see them get arrested. They go to the jail. They have a trial. But we don't get that. We're getting shot in the streets. We're getting hurt in front of an audience to the point where we can't breathe and you're losing your last breath. And you just... You just get tired of it. And right now, you know, something I want to say to anybody who has colleagues that are black and you want to show some support, listen. Listen to what we have to say right now. 
just stand. Just say, you know, I support you. What your people are going through, it's not right. And I just want to let you know that I support you. Just take a stand. It's not it's not a time to go back and forth. It's not a debate. I think I've heard a lot of white people say, you know, but they did this. But if they only did this, maybe they wouldn't have got shot. If they did this is this is not a time for debate. We're we're not debating anymore. It used to be a time where, you know, we would go back and forth and say, well, you know, it's still not right. We're not debating anymore. I think something you'll see that's trending right now is the word tired. Uh, Black people, we're tired. We're tired of the the same, same old thing. The same thing happening. And then you try something peaceful and it just doesn't work out and you know you're supposed to be okay with the situation that's happening and you got to move on and what about Dr. Martin Luther King he wouldn't want no no it's a it's a new day it's a new day it's definitely a new day and so just be there just say you know be there. This that's something colleagues can do. Just reach out to your to your colleague and email, Facebook, you know, Instagram, whatever, and just say, you know, I just want to let you know that I'm I'm here for you. I support you. Because that's that's what we need. That that's what we need. Just knowing that you support us and you genuinely care and you know the things that are happening are not right that that that's something you could do that I feel is very easy schools and companies again they need to be issuing out a statement again saying that they're supporting the community just as though they would do it with COVID and the steps and actions that they're taking to show support the things that they're doing with COVID, that's the same thing that they need to put out a statement and say now to your staff, your students, that we're here for you. We understand the community is not well right now. And we want to let you know that we support you we're acknowledging that we're teaching or employing people of color at our establishment and we want to let you know just as we value you coming in for work and staying long hours and meeting deadlines we value your life as well And letting children know, as you educate children of color, that they matter. Their families matter. Those lives matter. And 
you're there. You want to show support. You want to make changes. If you need to set up an after school club, that the diversity club that shares different cultures, do it. If you guys have to do it on Zoom, do it. If you need to set up uh, a diversity committee with staff, do it. Because now's the time. Now's the time. We need worldwide, but most importantly, we need education on diversity in the U.S. And we need it now because it starts with education if police were getting that diversity education that they needed and some mental health evaluations that they needed maybe the world wouldn't be in such turmoil because it's gotten to a point where people have just gotten, again, tired. But when you make it routine that we're doing diversity training, when you make it routine, we're doing mental health check-ins. This goes for schools as well as police as well. Teachers as well. You need to start doing mental health check-ins with teachers because you got teachers like the ones that have taught me before, like the computer teacher who her mental health, her state of health was not right. And if someone was doing some diversity training and could see her body language and how she interact, if somebody was doing some mental health check-ins, they might have known and started to see, especially through observation, that she was catering more to white children than she was to children of color. And so that's something that needs to be looked at, too, through observations in schools. Not only that a teacher is turning in a lesson plan, but also that teachers are not showing favoritism and bias to other students maybe because of their race their religion who knows this should be something that's put in place and there should be safe spaces too for students to come and speak up about that and say you know I started noticing that Miss Melissa or whoever started showing a lot of favoritism to these students but then was ignoring the black students or ignoring the Muslim students or or whoever. We need to set up these spaces. We need to set up these (sighs) these spaces and these committees and these opportunities to, I want to say, make the world a better place. I mean, that's 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 what we need, right? Because right now, 
it's getting to look really shitty. I'm just going to be honest, it's getting to look really shitty. And if we support each other as much as we say we do, then the change starts with us. So, you know, again, we need more better education for our schools, for our students, for our staff, for police, so that we can better the community. And the change starts with us. Schools, again, should be reaching out and saying something, acknowledging what's going on. Establishments where you work should be acknowledging what's going on. If you're in any involvement with a person of color, a black person, you should be acknowledging what's going on and saying something, showing support, improving policies. Mental health is a big thing. And I think it needs to be acknowledged a whole lot more. And maybe if the mental health of these police officers was acknowledged more, then these situations may have not happened. Diversity training was put in effect. These situations may have not happened. So we got to do better. Again, my name is Ms. J. This is TJ in Preschool and Stilettos. Thank you for listening.